Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Joseph Gerstel. Joseph, you are a recovering attorney uh, and uh, you uh, are the founder and CEO of Get Some Class. And you're found on the web at getsomeclass.com. Joseph, thank you for joining us. You are very welcome. Thank you for having me. Yeah, quick overview. What is Get Some Class? So Get Some Class is right now a virtual events provider. You know, we try to build high-end uh, virtual events for corporate teams uh, built around good, like top talent. Uh, and then, you know, that's, we're using that kind of as a, a base upon which to build for, you know, more tools for remote community connection for workplaces that are kind of distributed and remote. Yeah. Well, take, take us down the rabbit hole. What, what are you thinking of? Well, so let's let's just a step back for a second. So you know, the yeah. world has kind of gone remote. Uh, a large portion of that world is going to be remote permanently. So I've stopped worrying about you know variants stopping to come along and everybody kind of flooding back into the workforce. It is what it, it is. is. Yeah, it yeah. is what it is. And many many large companies have kind of committed to a lot of their workforces that they're going to be remote. Now that spawns a challenge, and the challenge is how do you get people connecting with each other, forming relationships and warming up to each other so that there's kind of, you know, not so much social friction in the workplace and a sense of community when people never inhabit the same space for a consistent period. You don't have cafeteria moments, no lunches, no water cooler moments, coffee chats, et cetera. Those do not exist. So I see this as kind of the workplace challenge of the decade. And, you know, you're going to have to come at this from many, many angles. And one of the angles that we're working on is an angle that introduces, you know, high end, high quality fun in dedicated mm -hmm. separate times on kind of a recurring basis. So the same groups of people can come and connect around things they're interested in. So, you know, just to give you 10 seconds on what that looks like, we have this series we're working on. It's kind of a master classes at work kind of series. Yeah. We give you a suite of packages of different offerings. And, you know, chess with a grandmaster, art with a world-class artist, salsa dancing with a world salsa champion, um, uh, you know, cooking, how to cook meat with a top chef, craft beer making, et cetera. And you choose something you're interested in. Some other group of people at your workplace choose that too. You take it together as a six-part, 12-part, and you have this awesome resource and also a way of, you know, forming relationships live with those people in this class. So that's kind of one, one idea as relates to the problem. Yeah. Um, so... I, I'm looking through your, can you kind of explain how this works technically? So everyone's just logging into Zoom. I, there's no additional, and, and everyone's, it's just like a regular Zoom call, except you have a, you have a, obviously a speaker or a leader, right? And they're giving yeah. a class and everyone's able to participate. Um, are there any additional plugins? I was like going through your social media. I saw one that was really cool. I saw like a bunch of avatars, like in a room, yeah. but I don't know if that was like a third party <laughs> plugin that you were using with no, that. No, that's, that one is not on Zoom. So most of our events are on Zoom and it, yeah. just to kind of speak practically, uh, I, I know you like to be practical. So the challenge <laughs> challenge on Zoom is 
making sure people are engaged enough yes. that they feel a sense of a social experience. Because after all, that's what you're trying to do. Uh, and, and, you know, it's doable, but you have to be thoughtful about designing a social experience. We've all sat through, you know, those webinars that go on for hours and hours, and they're just not compelling, especially, you know, virtually, especially uh, especially on Zoom. And you kind of, so you have to design around that. There are a few, you know, a number of ways to design around it. One is by having, you know, a super compelling program that's just super entertaining. Another is by trying to make it, you know, active and participatory. So many of our events, you know, they have a hands-on component. There's an art night with an environmental artist and you have your art supplies and all that. There's a, you know, a chess program and you're actually playing chess with a grandmaster. There's cooking. Um, some of them, it's the interactivity. Uh, so we have free, a freestyle rap show, for example. And there, you know, we'll curate the content of the improvised rap around the group, around what the company does, incorporate, you know, what their focus is, their, their relationships that are going on, the mission of the company, and then have people participating in the program so that, you know, it, 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 it creates a social feel, even though it's on Zoom. So that's, you know, generally how we think about, you know, some of what we think about in designing the Zoom experiences. The avatar platform that you saw, so that's actually not a Zoom platform. Uh, most of what we do is typically on Zoom. We try to focus on high quality content rather than technology yeah. per se. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that came across. So, but there are really cool technologies and there will be more and more for other kinds of use cases. And one of the big challenges with Zoom, for example, is one-on-one -on -one interaction. Uh, you can't really do that across Zoom. So you can people, put people in breakout rooms and have small talks and chats. It's better. It's still not awesome. Uh, yeah. But there are some really, really cool tools. Uh, one we use for kind of a networking type reception is a tool called Sowork. Uh, and that's the one you saw where there's you have an avatar, oh, yeah, you have a sure. character, and it's linked to video. So there's, you know, there's video tech has exploded just generally. There's yeah. probably hundreds and hundreds of companies and they're being chased by billions of dollars in venture capital. Uh, but each kind of has its own niche. And there's a, usually a number in that particular niche. And they have, you know, very, each one has its own kind of value proposition and use case. Uh, I'm calling a, a platform like Sowork uh, video linked avatar, um, you know, uh, uh, video tech. So it's, it's, you have an avatar, but you actually interact through a video. The avatar, you walk over to someone else. When your character walks over to the next person, that's when your video connects. Uh, oh, so, cool. so, and so you get, you're situated in space, you control your experience and the like, and we use that for like a cocktail reception or networking or a place for people to kind of direct their own experience. Yeah. Well, Joseph, I mean, just, I think it doesn't take a rocket scientist to say, let's think about our future. Um, are, is life ever going to go back to the way that it was before COVID in terms of, uh, you know, uh, not, you know, spending quite so much on Zoom and maybe to a small extent, but I think by and large, you know, we've, we've already jumped in the deep end. So now, the challenge for leadership is how do we keep people engaged? How do we, you know, maintain culture? How do we make working here a fun place when everybody's just kind of in their bedrooms or whatever, and we're not getting together? We don't have Aloha Friday or whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. There's so many things you can't do now, uh, you know, and then there are many employees that are just required. They're requesting it and requiring it. Just like, yeah. look, I'm looking for a virtual job. I, you know, I, I got a taste of the, uh, of the good life and I want to stay. There's pros and cons to that from an organizational standpoint. So yeah. talk a little bit more about like the, your prognostication here. 
yeah, which doesn't, yeah, like yeah, I said, yeah. doesn't take a whole lot of genius here. But, you know, these are serious issues that that leaders and organizations are are just trying to evolve as quickly as possible to, to meet the new reality. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think you have to honor the problem appropriately. Uh, that's kind of the first step and, and really, really flesh out what the challenge is. Uh, it's not so simple that, you know, for the work, for the worker, there's a lot more flexibility, you know, working from home, you get to be where you want, you can travel and you can work at the same time. There's, there's a, you don't have to commute. There's a lot of benefits there at the same time from a corporate perspective and from an individual perspective, you're, you don't have any community. You don't have a sense of going somewhere, being part of something because you're located in the same physical space that's not happening. You said you said a sense of uh, enjoying the place or something like that. There is mm-hmm. no place, right? Yeah. And you know, spatial situation, being next to people, interacting with them, forming friendships is kind of integral to that sense of corporate culture. Uh, now, one way or another, we are not going back to the world that was. There will be some companies and some industries, you know, like law firms I interact with mm-hmm. a lot, they will try to push back as much as possible to in the office. But even they, you know, they won't go back to what they were. Uh, there will be many companies that have, and, and there are many of them have already committed to keeping yeah, people indefinitely remote. Um, and they're hiring people for positions like that. And so that is just going to continue to compound and compound and compound. And I don't even think we've hit the fullness of the problem because, right. you know, some large portion of the workforce still has worked together. And so they're kind of maintaining a certain relationship that they've already had. As that continues to turn over, so given another one, two, three years, and more and more of the workforce will never have been, you know, in the Facebook building for more than a day or two or three, or in, you know, the Google building or wherever it is, that problem is going to compound. And so, you know, I think the first step is just honoring the, what the challenge is. Yeah. So, Let's think about what can let's you know someone's listening. Most most folks that listen to this podcast are they're managing a team, running a team. They're they're in leadership for their organization, and so what are maybe some ideas that that we can use? That obviously this is your world. This has become your world um, of of creating more engaging interactions, and so. Is it possible to do that in just like, listen, we have a regular business meeting and we got to talk about boring business stuff. Can we still make it fun? We're, are we going to, are we, you know, can we have a wine class before we start talking about our clients or something like that? I, yeah. I, I'm just thinking of like, you know, how can we incorporate or what, what things are we not thinking about that we probably should make a part of our, you know, our virtual meetings? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think, you know, the, 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 first start is really being simple about it. And that is, you have to realize that this kind of light uh, sociality is not present, right? And then find ways, just introduce it in a light, simple way. So maybe, you know, maybe you just, you chit chat uh, for the beginning of, you know, a meeting or the beginning of certain meetings, certain check-in meetings, right? Maybe people are kind of, you know, just consciously sharing something that's, uh, you know, uh, some change that's happened in their life or what's going on with them, making simple conversation and being intentional about creating just space for that, right? Um, there could be designated times that are for that, you know, where you're getting on and you're kind of signaling from a leadership perspective that those things are important, uh, you know, minor games, there's a million and one different kind of little games that you can play just, you know, at the end of a meeting once in a while on a weekly basis, you can go play virtual boggle together, you can go play a million and one kind of little uh, things or, you know, funny, uh, bring some funny memorabilia or 
uh, to play some other word game, whatever it is, some kind of way of chilling out the social environment and intentionally having chit chat, you know, chill out moments, signaling that that's okay. Um, uh, being light and social in kind of, you know, with some amount of the time and however you want to structure that is kind of, I think something, you know, it's a, it's a simple start and it's super, super important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is there any way of, and I think sometimes these problems exist and I think we can be unconscious to them, right? So, you know, if we're, if we're struggling um, within the organization because engagement is down, people are just like, just kind of showing up, clocking in, and they're not really committed. I mean, it's, you know, because again, we've sent, lost some of that sense of there, that sense of place. Um, I'm just trying to think of like a way that we, maybe we could be a little bit more mindful or proactive around these problems because again, we're interacting in a virtual environment, which may not be that engaging. Yeah. Any tips for just like, you know, just being more aware of this? Yeah. So I, I, I think there are you know, different angles to the problem. One angle, for example, is let's say, you know, somebody starts a new job, their willingness to kind of uh, pop into the next office to ask a question or say hello yeah. is much lighter uh, when you have a next office than it is when like, hey, can I put a Zoom call on your calendar to say hello, right? <laughs> so there are kind of, you know, simple practices like that where you're making sure, for example, that, you know, you, you've hired 100 new employees, you know, this cycle, there is some kind of randomizer or mix and match or, or kind of conscious structure that ensures that people are checking in, they're saying hello, there's maybe a small amount of budget for that, for people to kind of, you know, go buy a lunch or something and then chat on Zoom or if they're local, meet up locally uh, with some people so that you, those are those kind of initial relationship building steps are happening. Um, you know, that's kind of just one side of the problem. Uh, another side of the problem is just generally, you know, amongst the people that are in the company and that are there, how are you kind of getting them to to connect uh on a regular basis, uh, you know, this, I think the, the light socialization is important, but then there's also kind of, you know, fun structures that you can create that support more of that uh, playful, you know, expression. So maybe, yeah. maybe you have people teach on a once monthly basis or once by or bi-weekly something that, you know, some dish that they love to make from yeah. their tradition or background or whatever it is, some other that, expertise. That's a great that idea, have, right? Yeah. And kind of, you know, give it, you know, cause I think, you know, it, it's like, look, if I have to come up, if I'm the HR director and I always have to come up with the great ideas every single week, that's going to be hard. Exactly. Uh, yeah. You know, mm -hmm. as, as opposed to, you know, just like, Hey, you know, we want to start a tradition, you know, something, blah, 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 whatever that is. Um, you know, and just uh, that, that fun, um, um, uh, 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 scheduling fun, scheduling frivolity, scheduling, you know, non-work, communication. Um, I know sometimes I know as leaders, we could be just so focused on the mission and what we're right. doing that it's hard to remember those things. And yeah. it might be helpful uh, to, you know, I'm just like thinking of like, oh, geez, how can I, okay. Director of operations, your role is to make sure that I assign fun every, and that's that you have to make sure that I do that or we do that, you know, so that it does get done. Um, and, and again, Joseph, it sounds like a great way that, that folks could do this uh, certainly create a great virtual event would be with get some class. And your website again is get some class.com. Uh, you have a lot, what I like about it is, you know, visually you can see what it looks like, uh, you know, in terms of like having 
a, a virtual event with a chess master or with a chef or, uh, you know, uh, some of these uh, salsa dance party. How fun. Yeah, uh, the, we have a lot of rich offerings, uh, but, you know, I, I, the, it's also important for people to realize that it, you can do this. You don't need a rich offering every time that gets expensive and you want to be doing things frequently. It's nice to have you know, an offering once in a while, some, you know, big event or party with pizzazz where you're kind of, you know, really giving people an experience, but you can do things intentionally and structure fun, you know, ways of having playfulness without, you know, needing to break the bank. And that's kind of important too, uh, as a compliment to kind of other, other fun party type stuff. Sure. Who would make a, who would make a great, uh, uh, a client or, you know, who would make a great team to, uh, do an event with Get Some Glass? Yeah. So uh, any large remote company that's struggling with a problem like this, uh, of, you know, connection, community, uh, that would make an awesome client, um, both on the event side, but more importantly, on this kind of experimental side of how do we build in structured fun into your workplace in a way that's really, really rich and, you know, attracts people into it so that they can interact around that. And we have, you know, we're in beta on that right now. And, you know, willing to give it away almost at cost, basically, um, you know, for any kind of workforce that that's appropriate for. Yeah. All right. So that's it. Getsomeclass.com. When you're on the website, um, where, what, what would people's next step be when they're there? Yeah. So actually we're, we're about to launch a new homepage and that will answer that question. And the (laughs) new homepage will be tile based and you'll basically see all the events and services that we have to date on that front homepage in tiles. For now, you know, yeah. people can link to each page, each event page, but it's going to be much simpler within a week or two. I love it. All right, Joseph Gerstel, again, your website, <laughs> getsomeclass.com. Joseph, thank you for joining us. You are welcome. Thank you for having me. Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to UpMyInfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show.